Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. Come on. record on my count. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, roll A, fade up on A. Southern Miss to the top. To the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. Hey, good afternoon and welcome to the Eagle Hour. Bob Getty from the First Bank Studio right here in Hattiesburg. We're sure glad that uh, you're with us today and I uh, hope that you enjoy the show. Got a great one lined up for you. We'll be uh, going to Bokoma Casino in Sanderville a little later. Michael and uh, Todd Elsey are out there. We'll be talking to the general manager at Bokoma. And uh, a little March Madness uh, from the casino in Sandersville. Going to have a Nick Sandlin update later in the program as well. And about to bring on Heath Hinton. Opening segment of the show, sponsored as it is every day by our good friends at Dickie's Barbecue Pit. Proud supporters of the Eagle Hour and uh, proud supporters of Southern Miss Athletics. They cook great food seven days a week. You can enjoy it in their dining room, and their drive through You can take it home however you choose. Just be sure you choose Dickie's. Heath Hinton owns Big Gold Nation. He is a go-to guy when it comes to Southern Miss sports. So we're going to go to Heath today. And Heath, we've been talking a lot of baseball all week, but let's get an update on football spring practice. Where are we with spring practice? And uh, Heath, what do you think we've learned? Uh, they just finished uh, practice 10 up today. Uh, looking forward to the spring game next week. I mean, that all would be awesome. You got the Conference USA baseball season opener, spring game. I mean, that opening series for Conference USA, plus throw the spring football game in there, uh, should be a lot of fun. Look, I think we're learning that Coach Hall uh, has really bought a different attitude into this team. Every time you talk to a player, you talk, they talk about the attitude and uh, how practice is, how much fun they're having, the effort they're putting into things. I don't know if I've ever remembered – kids talking about practice in this high of a regard before. Um, they're talking about how Coach Hall's making it fun, how they're going after each other, how they believe in, you know, the old adage, steel on steel. Steel on steel makes you uh, make steel sharper. And uh, they work hard at each other. They go after it, uh, go after it for about two and a half hours, uh, uh, two days a week, actually three days a week, and then they're off. They believe in getting out there, getting it done. And hey, look, it's the players seem to be buying in totally to what Coach Hall's bringing. You, you you said the word fun. You won't hear that on many sports shows, but sometimes I think we forget that's what sports are supposed to be for young people uh, that are in college. Uh, and I sometimes, I, well, I don't sometimes. I think kids in every sport, when they're having fun, they just play better. Is it fair to say that that maybe, with all due respect to the previous uh, administration, the the football team just wasn't having fun playing anymore? Um, maybe it got stale a little bit. Yeah, I think that could be said. Anybody would question that. I think uh, I think it was time for the change. The kids needed a change. They needed a new direction. Uh, I think Coach Hall. I th- I, what's something Coach Hall's bought into that Southern Miss has been missing? is an excitement, the fans being excited, but also bringing a swagger back. I've said it before. 
when, you know, in the late 90s, early 2000s, really when Southern Miss was firing on all cylinders in football and even basketball then and, and other things, even baseball to a certain extent, there was a swagger around Southern Miss athletics. Football team had a swagger to it. There just was a an air about them, and that has been lost. And it seems like that that – I don't want to say it too quick before they win, but it seems like they have that back. They've got a little bit of chip on their shoulder again. Mm-hmm. And it seemed like Coach Hall's come in and bought that to them. And I think a lot of that has to do with how much fun they're playing, how much they like the new coaches and – uh Especially on offense, the kids really seem to be buying into the uh, new offensive schemes. Defensive, defensively, you talk to a player; every player says, "We're just having fun." This is so much fun of a defense to play in. Mm-hmm. Um, so, it's an attitude change, and it seems to be really showing up. And you know, of course, we haven't seen them play a, a regular season game nor the spring game, but in practice, it seems like everything's going in the right direction. Talking to a guy yesterday, he's a big follower of Ole Miss sports and uh, real keeps up with it very closely. And he indicated to me that the two kids from Ole Miss that are transferring down here or did transfer, the two DBs, uh, one played played a lot up there. The other uh, was was playing, and he said both of these kids are really talented. It was, he said it was a loss for Ole Miss, and uh, it was a real gain for Southern Miss. Your thoughts about those two? I do. I think Coach Hall wanted to bring some DBs in that wanted to play he wants to play tight man-to-man coverage on the outside. That's what he wants his defense to do. And that's what Armstrong, defense coordinator, wants him to do. And he went and got two guys that are very good DBs that like to do that. I think that that's the type of style that Southern Miss used to play. I also think that doing that also got other players to stay up, stand up that maybe started last year and go, Man, my position ain't safe. I got to work harder. Right. So all in all, bringing in those guys, it makes the players that are here work harder. But those guys, they fit into what Coach Hall wants to do on defense, and that's. I think it was a great move, and you can see it paying dividends on the field right now. Heath, when they take the field, I I don't know what they'll show in the, in the spring game, but when they when they take the field in the fall. Under this new regime, how different do you think the offensive strategy is going to be? I think it's going to be a lot different. I think a lot of people are uh, think of Will Hall at Tulane and how big of a, a run-heavy guy he was. He was spread, but he was run-heavy. But Coach Hall's type of guy, he likes chunking around, too. And one thing I did talk to him about earlier, uh, even before spring started, I talked to him about the offense at Tulane and what he did there and coming here. And he said, the reason I had to go so run heavy is because that's what was recruited before I got there. It's not the same at Southern Miss. Yeah, we got good running backs, but we don't have any that are 225 pounds. We don't have those guys. We got speed guys. This is a more spread, throw it around, get people in open space, and that's what he's going to do. So I think Coach Hall is the type of coach that he – he doesn't try to make players adjust to him. He adjusts to the players he has. And that's what a successful coach does. And I think now you'll see a lot more spread. I think you'll see him throw it around. Is he going to run the ball? Absolutely. But I think you're going to see a lot more throwing from this Southern Miss team than you saw 
from his offenses at Tulane the past two years. Now, I understand, uh, you correct me if I'm wrong, one one transfer uh, has been lost. Is that correct? This is true. Uh, Montre Edwards is not with the team anymore. Uh, Coach Hall didn't get into specifics. And uh, and where did he really come from, to. Heath? Where did he come from? He, uh, Missouri, transferring from Missouri. He was a four-star from uh, North Mississippi. Um, as I said, Coach Hall didn't get into what happened. And, and you know what? That's the kid's business. He's just not here anymore. But when you have a Jock S. Turner returning, Ty Sykes, Cole, Kitchens, I mean, you've got a lot of guys still in that defensive front. So it, it maybe it takes a little bit away from depth, but there's still some talent there. So I think they're okay on the defensive front. All right, and the spring game is next Saturday, a week from Saturday, correct? Yes, they haven't announced the exact time yet, but I'm pretty sure they will next week. But uh, it should be Saturday morning because Southern Miss has baseball that afternoon. So I'm, I'm sure it would be Saturday morning, especially with a doubleheader at baseball. Right. That day. Uh, all right. Uh, 90 seconds left. I, I'm not going to let you get away without bringing up the game uh, this past weekend. The Friday night game got a lot of national publicity. Uh, a lot of websites uh, all over the Internet uh, running the scenario of what occurred uh, in the second inning, uh, Coach Barry, as you would expect, uh, took the high road and uh, and and handled himself like we would expect Coach Barry to do. But just between us guys, I mean, is there very little question that when McGillis was hit, that was intentional? I, I think it was. I mean, the catcher was set up on the outside half of the plate. He threw the ball inside. Was McGillis squaring the bunt? Yeah, but he didn't get the. He didn't even – he was starting to square. He didn't even bunt yet. And I think when they see – the you know, they, Southern Miss was up 8-1 to one at that point or whatever they were. And when you see a guy maybe starting to bunt and they just had two taters, uh, a grand slam and a home run, his emotions took over, he was trying to hit Will. There's no question about it. He threw a high inside fastball riding into uh, a right-handed batter. If you look, he even, you know, kind of – Step more towards the inside of the pitchers of the pitching rubber. So I, I do think he was trying to uh, throw inside, and I think it backfired on him because you know DJ Lynch got up and just took one right center, and <laughs> well, the rest is history. That will live in infamy, or that will be a gift for years to come. I can promise you that. There, there, if you had an Academy Award for baseball players, I would say Lynch would be the forerunner to win it this year. It was uh, it was quite an entertaining show, was it not? I, it was, and I look for a lot of people, a lot of those baseball guys to uh, YouTube guys to do baseball videos. I would really look for that to show up because it was <laughs> it was classic. It was one of those interesting types. Uh, right. I've never seen somebody take a full minute to round the bases for a home run. Right. But uh, you know, Lynch thought he had a point to prove, and he did prove that point. All right, Heath. Thank you, man. Heath Hinton, everybody. Big Gold Nation. We're going to go to Bocoma Casino right after this. They will. Southern Miss to the top. To the top. You're tuned in to the Eagle Hour. Hey, welcome back. I want to thank Heath Hinton from Big Gold Nation for joining us on the Eagle Hour. Get us an update on spring football. Al Holder's coming up next. 
He's got an update on Nick Sandlin and how he's doing with the Cleveland Indians. But right now, the guys are at Mokoma Casino in Sandersville. Michael Mergens and Todd Elsey are there. They've got Michelle York, who is the general manager of that fine establishment. It is March Madness time, and Mokoma Casino is right in the middle of it. Michael, uh, take it away. Well, yeah, I was talking to Todd. I had to make sure this was correct because once we came back here, it was like we were just here. Looking back to my calendar, December 19th, 2019. How long ago was that? Uh, it's been a long decade this past it, year. It pretty much has been. But, yeah, it seems like uh, we were just here a few weeks ago, and it's great to be back here. And, Michelle, you're actually new to your position here at Bocoma, but a lot has changed because we technically were scheduled to be here almost exactly a year ago and that week uh, everything changed for everybody it sure did i mean unfortunately it's been a roller coaster of events in the last years but you know we as bocoma casino we took the pandemic issues very seriously we put a lot of um safety measures followed cdc guidelines spent over six hundred thousand dollars on assuring that we provided a safe haven as well as a sanitized um, establishment for our gamers that continuously wanted to come in and be entertained and get that outlet but also you know um just to make sure that everybody was safe, as well as our associates and our the property itself. That's exactly right. You were closed longer than most businesses just for that extra safety precautions that Ryan Griffin was telling me about. That's right. Um, and, and you still have the air filtration systems. You're still wearing masks. We're still sanitizing. You know, we're still being as careful as we can. But you're right. People who enjoy coming up here, whether it's slot machines or virtual roulette, craps games, blackjack, or sportsbook, they're doing that to escape their daily lives. Sometimes. It is. It is. I mean, everybody needs an outlet. And unfortunately, with this trying time, it has provided provided a means to be be able to do that. And so, you know, we have also, as you alluded to, you know, we have continuous with the mask. The establishments um, will will remain um, non-smoking. We'll be proceeding into what we're calling phase two of our reopening plans, which, you know, will be um, announced pretty soon. Um, probably the next day or two, but I think everybody's going to be happily and pleasantly pleased with those announcements. I'm a ma- I'm, I imagine there was just so much excitement when you did reopen, and everyone here, even with the guidelines that everyone's having to follow, is happy. They're enjoying themselves. That's why I love coming here in really any casino because of the atmosphere and the entertainment value. And this, I think that's why I'm so glad to be here today. It's back to some sort of normalcy. And I imagine that's just been the response from everybody. It really has. You know, I've been very pleasantly pleased. We have a wonderful and awesome staff here. They take everything seriously. They um, interact with the guests. They know the guests by the first name. I mean, you come in, they, uh, they're going to seek out their um, one of our staff members. I mean, there's not a day that don't go by where I'm just so happy and blessed to be a part of this amazing team here at Bocoma Casino. One thing I know that I've been talking to Ryan about, and I've interviewed him myself several times, and one of the coolest things, if you, if you still just don't want to come inside a building for whatever reason, you guys have an app. And you can pull up in the parking lot, and you can make your sports bets from your car, and you oh, can, yes. you know, not even have to see anybody. That's correct. Matter of fact, we're going to be capitalizing, enhancing the app. There's a new app that's going to be due to release here um, in the next couple weeks or so, 
Um, so we'll, we'll be publicizing and marketing the app in order for us to do more of a pleasant experience. You know, we're all faced with multiple challenges, you know, technical challenges. We as individuals are also techn- technology challenged ourselves. So, you know, it's about educating our guests, informing them what to expect, as well as just reach out and touching them, giving them that personal one-on-one connection to help help them with the technology challenges. Now, and with that app, all you have to do is jump on Bocom Casino's Wi-Fi. And that's yes. basically it. So just be close enough to the building, and you can do all of your, your, your betting that way. And you can now the laws keep changing with sports betting. You know, it, we, we, I couldn't imagine a number of years ago there even being a casino mm. in Jones County. But now you can do in-game betting. Literally, you're watching yep. a March Madness game. It's halftime. You want to change your bet, you might get worse odds, <laughs> but you can. And that's crazy to me. And even th- that app was developed prior to COVID. That's what I'm impressed about is there was the foresight that there was a need for this, and it came in very handy. But now... This is a really busy time of year for your industry. It wasn't that way a few years ago, but thanks to sports betting in the state, that just changed everything. Well, we were the first to yes. provide the first, um, you know, land-based um, betting. So, and you know, that was one of the initiatives that we are doing, are trying trying to be on the cutting edge of all the nuances with gaming, providing um, the means for the gamers to come to us, and once again, capitalize on the form of entertainment and outlet that everyone is seeking for, some kind of normalcy. You know, every day we're challenged with life. But you come here as an escape to just, you know, just live your life and have fun. And that's what's so impressive. You look at where we're located. We're in the woods. <laughs> literally. And literally in the woods. And you have no idea that this gorgeous facility is right here. And it's like stepping into a whole new world. And like you mentioned, your staff is just so friendly and helpful. Uh, it is its own little world sitting right here in Sandersville, Mississippi. Well, I'm going to um, shed a little light on the subject. We are actually going to be um, adding some light down Choctaw Road as well as Pleasant Grove Road. Because, I mean, at nighttime, it's very dark. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's scary. So in efforts to provide come to the light, we are going to put up street lights all down the road so that leads you oh, straight wow. into the front door of the Bocoma Casino. I know the actual main reason we're here, we haven't even really talked about March Madness much. We might do some Who's Your National Championship uh, predictions in the last segment. I don't know. But Illinois. <clears throat> he's a Yankee. Excuse him. Oh. This is oh. all I've had for like the last 15, 20 years. Don't take it away from well, me. Well, unfortunately, we can't say uh, Southern Miss or right. even Ole Miss. Yep. And that's State, the only so. reason I'm jumping on it. Yeah, right. right. But I was talking with, with Ryan just the other day, and you would think the Super Bowl is the biggest, and it is the biggest single event. Mm or single-day event, but March Madness is a three-week-long event with, I, can't, I don't know how many games, I mean hundreds and hundreds of games that are being played that you can bet on all of them if you want to. Yeah, and like you said, if you want to change your bet, see, that's what amazes me. I don't totally understand sports betting uh, because I'm too loyal to my teams that I would, I would end up being broke just because I can't slide away from that. But it is so incredible just how it works and it orchestrates that I'm impressed at how quickly the gaming industry within the state 
was able to just make things happen. I know they were preparing for it, mm-hmm. but the fact that the public just responded to it and it has become so big. But there's the crystal kiosk right here. You can right. sit yeah. and change. If you're watching NASCAR race and, you, and your guy had a wreck, you just bet on another guy. You know, right. It's amazing, the technology. As fast as it's growing, we are actually going to be adding some more kiosks. Oh, wow. Um, and, and that's how everybody has adopted um, sports betting in this industry. It's just been phenomenal. The outpour, the guests that are coming in. I mean, it's wall-to-wall people all the time. It's a pretty good crowd here, and it's a rainy mm-hmm. Tuesday. It's like, wow. It amazes me every time we've been here. Like, really? It's, it's 1 o'clock in the afternoon, and it's pouring down rain outside. Yeah. And you got a good crowd. I wanted to mention as well, uh, on that app, you download the app. You can sit at home and look at all the spreads. There's a ton of basketball games being played over the next four or over this next few days. So you don't have to go on your computer. Just go to the app. It'll all be right there. Then when you come up here, you already know what you're going to do. So you can be in and out if you just sports betting. Yeah. I mean, you know, there's a lot of boundaries that, you know, you can't place your your bets at home. You have Mm -hmm. to be on the Bocoma property. Um, And we have beacons that are placed in order for you to place your bets from your cars. Oh, wow. You know, once again, you know, but um, there are challenges that we have to overcome trying to get, you know, the guests used to technology. But sometimes you have those that just don't want to be known. Yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I, think I was thinking about the Michael, you hear all the time that guys will make, you know, a, a flight out to Vegas for the opening weekend of March Madness or the Super Bowl. You don't have to do that anymore. No. The I mean, money you've saved. Save that airfare and, and you know, put it the, back the, into <laughs> maybe a higher bet. But that's just, I, I get confused with all this, and I know that um, your staff. They've got it down. They understand it. So they can, at least if you have those questions, they can help guide you in what you need to, yes, to know and understand. For those that are new to it, because it was new to a lot of people when this it started. Is, but we are very fortunate to have um, hired Chris Hopwood. He came from Vegas. He helped get us to where we are today. You know, And a lot of it was, you know, we are just going to go out there and throw the dice. We're going to figure out how what we need to do. Um, seek out the subject matter experts to help get us where we want to go. We consult. We also seek those that have the knowledge. And so we have been very, very blessed because, you know, we, we don't know. Sportsbook was new to the area, so we didn't know what we didn't know. But it, you know. The, the numbers I remember being told the last time we were here that it was millions and millions of dollars from this casino right here in Sandersville that were awarded out. Not from slot machines, just from the sports book. But Ryan did tell me there was a hundred thousand dollar winner just a couple of weeks ago on the yes. slot machine here. Wow, a yes. uh, forty-eight thousand and a twenty-five thousand within like three or four days. Well, That's we crazy. just yesterday we had a fifty-eight thousand dollar winner. Unbelievable. Michelle York, she's general manager here at Bocoma Casino in Sandersville. We're going to have you come back. We're going to hit more on the sports book and March Madness as the Eagle Hour continues on Super Talk Mississippi. Southern Miss to the top. 
Welcome back to the Eagle Hour. We're glad you're with us this afternoon. Michael and uh, Todd up at Bocoma Casino in Sandersville. We'll be going back uh, there uh, in the next segment. This part of the show is sponsored by 4th Street Bar and Grill, which is a great place to have lunch five days a week, Eight ninety-five. They have a different special every day. They have some of the best poor boy sandwiches you'll ever eat. You can get those for lunch or at night. So we encourage you to uh, stop by and say hello to the guys at 4th Street Bar and Grill. Also want to thank uh, Campus Bookmark for their support of the Eagle Hour. Great shows coming up uh, the rest of the week. Tomorrow, Coach Mike Federico now at Louisiana Monroe, former Golden Eagle, of course. His team came within a whisker of winning a series this weekend against a highly rated Ole Miss up in Oxford. Patrick McGee also on the show. Thursday, uh, pitching coach Christian Ostrander joins us, along with Missouri State coach Keith Gutton, who has over 1,200 wins and is bringing his ball club to Pete Taylor Park uh, this weekend to take on uh, a former coach of his, Scott Berry, and, of course, the Golden Eagles. All right, we promised you an update on Nick Sandlin. Who better to go to than Al Holder, our baseball correspondent here on the Eagle Hour. And Alan, I was I was telling you off air, I saw a picture of Nick uh, yesterday. I was stunned at how different he looks. He looks like he's put on 10 or 15 pounds of muscle. Yeah, and it's it's all the right kind of muscle. Uh, the, uh, the the training staffs for these professional baseball and football teams and stuff that's what they do. They 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 take the the player and they train the player's muscles, all of his uh, uh, his movements. Every just about everything is geared toward making him the best he can possibly be. So they take a really good pitcher, for instance, and they make him better and better and better. And uh, uh, that's also dropped down a lot. You know, you know, y'all were talking about that yesterday on air about these all these young kids that are throwing in, in the mid nineties now. And that's all the stuff that's dropped down from the major leagues on how to do that. Uh, when, when I used to coach, we used to make them do long throws, you know, across the uh, to stretch their arms out because that increased the velocity. And a lot of times when you increase the velocity, you also increase the movement in the pitch. So when you get on the mound, uh, you're, uh, you're throwing a shorter distance, but it, it, with the uh, same arm velocity, the way that ball comes out of your, out of your fingers a lot faster. Right. Now, Nick overcame uh, COVID-19 in the last year, also overcame surgery. They found a stress factor, I believe it is elbow, Got all that corrected, and and now he's he seems to really be catching on with the Indian organization. But what's he done so far, Al? Uh, he's uh, he's he's pitched. He's going to pitch today. As a matter of fact, I'm going to be able to catch the game on Major League Baseball. So he's scheduled to pitch late in the game today. He is going to be primarily a setup uh, a pitcher for them, eight, seventh, eighth innings. And uh, the, I think that's how they're going to use him. I don't know that they're going to put him in a closing spot, but a lot of times your your eighth inning pitcher will move to the ninth inning. But so far he's pitched one point two innings. That's four batters. He has four strikeouts. Imagine that. <laughs> and uh, his his whip is one point two, which is above average. And uh, I think he there was one he had, gave up one hit uh, somewhere along the way, and that's uh, uh, that's what got that uh, whip up. But if he keeps throwing the way he's throwing, it's going to be that's going to drop back again. And uh, he's if you listen to uh, uh, the, the the team, the manager up there at Cleveland, uh, they just really are thrilled with uh, with uh, Nick. 
they, I, I suspect he uh, he's going to he's going to make the twenty six man, which is the final roster this year. Uh, I think he's on the team. I think he's ready to go, it, barring an injury or something like that. Wouldn't that think, be like a meteoric rise to to go well, that yeah, quickly? He, yeah, he was supposed to by all uh, all indications he was going up last year, but uh, the uh, the. Apparently, that stress fracture in his forearm was several years old, and it had been getting a little worse, a little worse, and it just it just finally got to the point where uh, he was talking to the training staff. You know, they were always having to do a lot of work after after he threw, and they just finally decided to shut him down and fix it. And uh, they put a plate in there and about, I think about five or six screws in there. So, and he says he has no symptoms whatsoever now. He feels absolutely terrific. So the future's bright. It's almost unlimited for him, right? We, we could watch Nick Sandlin uh, play in professional baseball for a number of years to come. A long time, yeah. yeah. Barring injury, yeah, right. Yeah. And and you know they 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 do the best they can up there. I mean they're they're going to keep him from being injured. Uh, I don't know that he's had any real elbow problems. I think he's most of most of his problems have been uh, have been with that stress fracture. But right. And it, the the interesting thing about Nick, his life. Uh, I don't know if you noticed, but he's hitting ninety three, ninety four, right? And you know, which, right. which makes him double dangerous. You know, yesterday we were, when we were talking to Scott, he was. I asked him about Walker Powell and and, and where did he rank among the great Southern Miss pitchers? And and Coach Berry said he he's got to be up there. You know, he's, he's got to be he's got to be in the conversation of, of maybe the top five or ten pitchers at Southern Miss. Is it fair to say Nick Sandlin is the goat? Of Southern Miss pitching, yeah. If he's not number one, he's you know he's he's in a group of number ones because he's just he was that dominant. And uh, uh, I, you and I both watched him pitch. I mean, it was like, well, we can sit back and relax now because this thing is this game is in hand. Uh, Powell's ERA this uh, so far this year uh, is is one point eight. And uh, he's pitched in twenty innings, so he's he's just dialing. I thought the other day, uh, uh, Saturday, I I was so impressed with the way he spotted his ball, the way he mixed his speeds, and the 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 way he pitched. And uh, because the the batter was always not not prepared for the next pitch, it, it, no matter what he did, he was not going to be prepared for that pitch. So he was outthinking the batter. I also think that's a lot of really good coaching. I think uh, Ostrander's done a really, really good job of helping him uh, uh, go through, you know, to understand how to pitch. And I th- that's going to bode well for him in the future. Yeah, we've got Coach Ostrander on the show Thursday, and, and I think you and I agree. He's, he's done a remarkable job. This, this, is, this is the best pitching staff I think I've seen on a Southern Miss baseball team. Yeah, the, the, t- the ERA for the team is 3.07 so yeah. far. Yeah. Which is pretty good for a, a college uh, baseball team. Yeah. But Al, tonight sort of sort of has been our kryptonite, and that is going down to Mobile and playing South Alabama. Kind of, I think they had a little trouble with scheduling this year because of COVID. So unusual that we're making a second trip down there. I understand they're going to come up here twice next year and make it up, and they, and they're going to play here once uh, later in the season. But w- what happens when you when you have a team that just Kind of seems to have your number. Well, there's also a bit of a rivalry there too. The uh, you know uh, the 
that, that's a good baseball program down there. Right. And so, you know, they're kind of laying in wait for, for us. We're not some just somebody that's showing up to, to, to knock nine innings out. They, they're laying in wait for us. So they, they want to beat Southern Miss. They know that's important to their program, just like we know it's important to beat them. So mm-hmm. I, th- there's a bit more to the, uh, to, the, uh, to the ball game than just another team coming to town. Right. Well, we owe them, Al. It's time. It's time to repay the favor. We had them down. I thought we had them beat the first time we played them this year, and they had that, you know, they had that big rally. And and we were still in a position to win the game. We just didn't get a couple base hits when, you know, we had runners at second and third. All right, about ninety seconds left. I obviously want (laughs) to. We've talked about it all week, but the 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 game Friday night just made national headlines all through the sports world. It was on just numerous websites around the country, sports websites around the country. Uh, Coach Barry, as you expect him to do, took the high road in that situation. But I asked Keith Hinton this. I'm going to ask you the same thing. I don't think there was any question that they pegged McGillis on purpose. And you told me that back in the day, that was was pretty standard fare in baseball. Uh, yeah, you show the pitcher up uh, in any way, shape, fashion, or form, and you're gonna go, you're gonna go down in the dirt. That's just what they do. They <laughs> they put one in your hole. And it's uh it's as old as baseball. And uh, back, I'm telling you, back in the the 20s, 30s, and uh, when you had guys like Walter Johnson, uh, there, there were people that just did not want to get up there in the batter's box against him because they knew that if they ever you got on the wrong side of him. They were going down, and uh, yeah, it was a different ball game back then. Yeah. yeah, they didn't have as good of helmets back then, did they? As, oh no, as no, they no, do no. now. So it's a little more Le- dangerous, right? Yeah, le- leather helmets. Yeah, right. Yeah, you're right. Uh, you know, that back when Kelly was playing. <laughs> yeah, that's right. They didn't have helmets back when <laughs> Kelly was playing. They, they put like a, they put like yeah. saddle stirrups or something <laughs> on their head. I don't know. All right, Al. It's always a pleasure to talk to you. I guess you'll be here this weekend. I hope. That, that's my plan, and I, my, one of the good things that's going on right now is that Montenegro is starting to come around. No G- question. Gabe's, Gabe's going to be the difference tonight. I, I think we're seeing our young baseball team mature. And, I agree. Uh, I think that's just a really good thing. All right, Al Holder, everybody. Thank you, buddy. Al Holder from up in Brandon, Mississippi. Nobody keeps a closer eye on Southern Miss baseball than Alan. He just loves the game and loves the Golden Eagles. We'll be back. Welcome back to the First Bank Studios here in Hattiesburg. Bob Getty with you this afternoon. It is March Madness time. It is time for the greatest basketball tournament on the planet. And if you love sports gaming, no better place to go than Bocoma Casino in Sandersville. That's where Michael Murgens and Todd Elzey are. And they're back with General Manager Michelle York. 
Actually, Bob, Michelle York wanted to hand it off the baton to Miss Talia Steve. She's All the right. promotions manager here at Bocom Casino. Uh, Michelle's still right here with us. And she says she appreciates uh, being on the program with us earlier. But Talia has some promotions coming up that they wanted to mention for March and April. Yes, yeah, so for March, we're midway through a promotion. So right now we're doing um, Thursdays and Fridays from 6 p.m. to 10 p.m. Um, from 6 to 9, we're doing $250 bonus bet. And at 10 p.m., we're giving away $500 in cash. Um, and so beginning in April, we're starting off our highly anticipated Tuesday hot seat promotions um, from 6 to 9 um, from 6 to 8.30, every 30 minutes, we'll be giving away $200 in bonus bet, and we'll have one winner at 9 p.m. for $500 in cash. And also, on Thursdays and Fridays, we're starting our April extravaganza from 6 p.m. to 10 p.m., and on the hour from 6 p.m. to 9 p.m., we're giving away $100 in cash. Each half hour, we're doing $150 in bonus bet, and our final winner at 10 p.m. will be giving away $250 in in cash, and that's every Thursday and Friday in April. A lot of stuff going on. You guys always have fun promotions going on. We were saying with Michelle earlier, $100,000 winner, Michael, $50,000 winner, $48,000, $25,000. There's some money to be made. And you always hear those people, oh, you never win anything at the casinos. Nope. And I've seen, I've witnessed it, that, you know, someone standing in front of a slot and boom, just out of the bat. And it's usually a slot that I just walked away from. So it never fails. But <laughs> right. There so are winners. Just left. I'm just happy that there are winners. Yes. And, and it is true. And like Ryan was telling me, I know you guys will say the same things, that you're happy when you have winners. You think, oh, we're losing this money. No, you're happy. That's the point of that's, being that's here. That's why everybody's oh, yeah. here. Yeah, I've been patted on the hand for giving away my free bonus bet in my promotion. And then here goes somebody hitting some big money on the jackpot. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what's so great, though. You have all these promotions going on every single month and we advertise the casino on our stations so i'm trying to keep up with everything that's going on yeah and and due to covid we were kind of delayed there for a little bit but now recently we started back bringing a lot of our um, promotions back and you know a lot of people had been asking about the tuesday promotions and so we're finally bringing that back so we're you know we're excited to see all that happening now we got March Madness starting Thursday, Thursday and Friday. If you're a, if you're just a sports fan in general, I'm not a huge basketball fan, but I love March Madness. Yes. I love the upsets, the underdogs. And this is kind of an odd year because there's no Duke, there's no Kentucky, there's no Indiana. Did I mention Illinois in it? I Illinois is in it, yeah. yeah you, did, okay. you did mention that. Is it Illinois or Illinois? Illinois. Illinois. Even though people in Illinois say Illinois, but <laughs> that S is silent. I'm going for Gonzaga. Yeah, they're, kind of, they're a basketball power, but they're a, you know, a mid-major, quote-unquote. Right, so. and that, that's one that you would love to, to see go all the way through. But just the fact that a year ago, we weren't talking yes. about this. Well, this is one of the we, – we had this exact same remote schedule, we were saying, for this exact same reason, well, last week's when the sports world shut down. Mm-hmm. So, obviously, we had to cancel. They were right. so happy to be back, and we're so happy you guys welcomed us back here. And, and Michael and I know we're just thrilled to be here. And yes. Bob's probably wishing he could be here, <laughs> but somebody has to run the board. Right. Someone has to be back at <laughs> the station. But, it, again, it feels like normalcy. There is life. There is atmosphere here. That's why I love coming up here because it's even if anything, just come for the atmosphere because there's so many people here. And, you, again, your staff is phenomenal. They're so friendly and oh, yeah. uh, welcoming and helpful that uh, I, I hate that I have to go back home because <laughs> with the way the weather is, I'd rather kind of hang out here the rest of the yeah, afternoon. I, I did want to mention the weather. Uh, I'm sure everybody's aware of this, but there's a, a pretty good chance for tomorrow to be rather severe weather. And about this time last year, a tornado came about 100 yards from this building. Mm. I mean, there's trees down all around us still. 
from the Easter tornadoes we had here in Jones County last year. So hopefully that will not be an issue tomorrow. And originally we were scheduled to be here tomorrow, but because of that weather, uh, we moved it to today. But uh, that gives you a reason to at least, if anything, sit in the parking lot with that app and uh start placing those bets because yeah. March Madness is back. It's here. But, yeah, I think uh, Bob really wanted to be here today yeah, no in person. Who do you have, Bob? No question about it, guys. Who do you have, Bob? Uh, someone has to run the board back. Someone has to keep the fort down, right? All right. Exactly. That's it. <laughs> but uh, really, I, I'm, I can't believe it seems like a decade. And yeah. being here today now just amplified how great basketball we're, we're back in it, and it, it, it's... You, know, only, you, don't, you don't have to just bet on basketball. There's golf oh, yeah, going there's on. Plenty, there's, there's NASCAR going on. Baseball is going on. Thank goodness. You'll have MLB here soon. I mean, you, you name the sport, mm-hmm. you can pretty much make a place of wager on it. They mentioned NASCAR, which I never thought about. Yeah. That's, that's a big deal in the South. Yeah, yeah, it is. Uh, well, it's a big deal nationwide. Yeah, I think really probably is. second to baseball and football. Um, but, yeah, that's a good point. You you have whatever you're passionate about. <laughs> you can place your bet on it. And, and, and they have all the springs with the spreads. Usually we yeah, get that's that where I get here, but there's so many games coming up. We can't, like, with the football, we can do the pick the Conference USA games. Right. There's 68 teams are playing in the next couple of days. We can't go through all of that. Yeah. But come up here to Bocom Casino, a beautiful facility in Sandersville, Mississippi. They're going to light the way for you uh, with some new lighting coming up soon. Guys, thank you so much. Yeah, we appreciate it, and thank you for having us. Yes, thank you. It's great to be here. All right, that's going to wrap up the Eagle Hour for today. Our thanks to Bocom Casino for having us up. Always thank Heath Hitton and Al Holder. Tomorrow on the show, Coach Mike Federico of Louisiana Monroe, Patrick McGee from the Biloxi Sun-Herald. We hope you'll join us. And until tomorrow at 1 o'clock, my friends, Southern Miss to the top. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.